The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now to that story of the investigations into guard the WhatsApp messages. This is where female colleagues were being spoken about privately on WhatsApp. The messages among members of the Gardaí apparently speak about a female colleague and how she had been involved in a drink driving incident which had never happened. Um, the questioning of certain Gardaí's work ethic is also um, one of the things that apparently was doing the rounds. Here to discuss this in more detail is Irish Times security and crime editor Connor Lally. Connor, good morning. Hi, Anton. Good morning. Connor, at this stage, it's slightly difficult to tell. Is this the direct victimisation of members of the force or is it that they were being discussed in um, uh, behind their back? Well, I suppose it's probably a bit of both issues, really, Anton. Um, there's a couple of things going on here. I mean, as you said there in your intro, one of the uh, one of the WhatsApps um, essentially contained an allegation that a senior female officer in the guards had been involved in a drink driving incident. So that, um, you know, that was compiled and that was shared around guarded circles and it actually went viral. Um, and this is really the problem with all of this. They were, it was all shared around very quickly and reached a very, very large group, uh, group of people, the majority of them in the guards. Um, so that was one, one you know, problematic WhatsApp. Um, others then were referring to some members of the guards as scabs because they worked uh, guard overtime on the day that the GRA withdrew uh, voluntary overtime early in October um, in that ongoing row over guard rosters. And then there was another incident uh, whereby a female member of the guards was targeted for the manner in which she was uh, representing um, some colleagues. Now, we assume that means she works in one of the staff associations, but we don't know that for certain. Um, So, as I say, there seem to have been a few of these things going around. And um, I think all of them, bar one, uh, appear to be linked into the row over rosters. Um, So, obviously, this has caused uh, great concern in the guards and there is an investigation now underway um, internally to try and establish where these messages came from and you know who was involved in passing them around. Some of the discussion has, has mentioned that the the victims of this were uh, female Gardaí. Is it rooted in misogyny or is there gender coincidence? I mean, that's a very good question and we really don't know the answer to that. Um, But certainly the fact that they are female members would be a concern, um, you know, would really heighten um, the concern around this. I mean, obviously... You know, uh, the Garda, uh, the Garda organisation. There's always been far more men in 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 the guards than there have women. Um, and the point was actually raised yesterday. Uh, they they actually spoke about all of this. Um, the senior Garda management team was up before the policing authority uh, yesterday afternoon, and obviously they spoke about this for quite some time. And one of the issues that was raised there was that in the last ten years, only eight members of the guards have lodged formal complaints about sexual. Harassment. Now, certainly Elaine Byrne, who's a member of the policing authority, she didn't think that that, that was a you know realistic. Um, she felt that that was far too low. That in any organisation, you know, where the male to female uh, staffing ratio is what it is in the guards, that there should be more um, complaints over a ten-year period. Anne Marie McMahon, who was filling in for uh, Drew Harris 
at that policing authority uh, hearing yesterday, she agreed that she didn't think that was realistic. And I suppose the fact that these women are being targeted in these WhatsApps is taking place against that background that perhaps there's not confidence that the Garda organisation is one where, you know, women who are being targeted because they are women um, feel, you know, that they can speak up, uh, feel safe that they can speak up. So in that context, as I say, any targeting of female members, um, and particularly when you have several females being targeted at the same time by a very large group of their colleagues, um, that would be a real concern for the guards. Now, what can the guards do about it and to what extent is the guard, guard the organisation responsible for it? Because WhatsApp may be a, a messaging service, but it's often viewed by those who participate on it as if it is private text messaging back and forth. So where does the line lie between responsibilities of the organisation and the free speech of the individual members? It's a very interesting question and this did come up yesterday as well at the Policing Authority. One of the problems here, Anton, is that um, Gardaí are issued with mobile phones and these phones can, you know, these phones obviously have um, apps on them that are very specific to police work. However, when the phones are issued to guards, they're basically issued for their work use and for their personal use. And indeed, you can switch um, from, you know, work-related phone to personal phone actually on the same handset. Um, so they are handed the phone and the understanding is is that, you know, effectively half of the phone is for work, half of the phone is for the personal life. You cannot use WhatsApp on the work part of the phone. So therefore, anything that was spread on WhatsApp would be on the personal side um, of that phone. And a question does arise as to whether um, on Garda Siakana, for example, could seize phones off people and examine the personal side of the phone. Um, the messages probably weren't criminal really in nature. Um, so whether they could be investigated as a, as a crime really, I, I, you know, suspect they probably can't be. Um, that would limit the powers that the guards would have to seize those phones and to search them. So I suppose the main job here for the guards is that they're trying to get to the bottom of who compiled these WhatsApps and who started the chain and then whether any particular guard members were, you know, very heavily involved in spreading them around around. But as I say, they were spread on the personal side of the phones and they were all on what you might call unofficial Garda WhatsApp groups. So these are not actually on Garda Shiakana WhatsApp uh, groups. They're just, you know, groups of Garda members, if you like, in their uh, personal lives. So it is a complicated one. Um, these WhatsApp uh, viral messages are obviously notorious. They're very hard to establish where they actually started and it's very hard to also establish who was involved in spreading them. Um, so where this inquiry will go, I'm not too sure. Um, there was a lot of concern when the GRA held a vote of no confidence in Drew Harris um, during the summer and the re- uh, results of that were unveiled in September. There was a concern within Garda headquarters that they felt it was personalised against Drew Harris, and they did feel that the that the you know personal uh, nature of that it may have an impact on the internal conversation in the guards, on the atmosphere in the guards. And I think this idea that people who worked overtime on the day the, G- the GRA withdrew voluntary overtime that they would be referred to as scabs 
this concern that the atmosphere in the guards was going to turn, you know, fairly nasty um, because Drew Harris was targeted personally, it does seem to have come to pass. Um, you know, the word scabs is a very, you know, it's a heavy word. And it's often a word that when it's used, it leaves, you know, long lasting uh, damage there. So I think that's a very damaging aspect of it. And obviously, I think the senior guard officer being, um, you know, accused of being involved in a drink driving incident, which was a complete uh, fabrication, that's a concern. That's a concern as well. But whether this guard inquiry will ever establish who who um, started these uh, rumours um, is really up in the air, I think. I think back to that uh, um, US politician of old who, when cleared of allegations against him, said, what room do I go to to get my reputation back? Even if these women Mm. are able to prove that there is nothing, and in fact, we know that there is nothing in the underlying allegation around the issue of the drink driving. Presumably, it still does damage and still lingers for those members. Absolutely. And I I really do think the problem here is that these WhatsApp spread very, very quickly um, and they spread really all over uh, on, on Garda Shikana. And indeed, the extent of them and the, the speed at which they spread, um, you know, obviously reached uh, Garda HQ. Uh, Drew Harris became very concerned about it. So he actually sent out a circular straight away while these things were actually um, going viral. And he told every single um, member of the guards to basically stop sharing them. Now, that would be unusual. Um, I can't remember a guard commissioner you know, reaching into that kind of a situation um, in the way that Drew Harris uh, has. But he was obviously very concerned about that. He took action, contacted all Gardaí on their internal email uh, system and urged them all to stop. Um, so if you're that senior female officer who's been accused of drink driving, um, your name has been attached to that allegation. It's gone all over on Garda Shia um, and you really can't undo that. Uh, that damage is done. That was very, you know, distressing for her, very hard for her. And really, uh, you know, she will just have to absorb that and try and, you know, carry on in her working life. But it's very harmful for her. Connor, thank you very much for your time this morning. That's Connor Lally, who is Irish Times security and crime editor. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m on News Talk.